What's up, fellow Hercules? Welcome back to the Build and Keep Fitness Podcast. My name is Timothy Averill. Thank you so much for joining me as I document and share with you all my fitness journey, including the challenges I face, progress I make, and things I learn along the way for you to benefit from. First of all, before I even start into the episode, just got to quickly say, last week or so has been nuts. All right, it's been a little nuts. All right, there were some days that I was like really rushed around doing a lot of things, right? So I just moved in into college because I finally got early move in because I'm going to be an SI tutor. So I've also been doing SI tutoring training starting like it started today. It was like almost the entire day. So I'm trying to squeeze in this recording at the end of it. Then I'm going to try and squeeze, squeeze in my other recording at the end of tomorrow's training, which is even longer. And then there's recording at on Friday, and I'm just doing all these things, getting ready for the semester, like making sure my payments are fine, getting my textbooks, um, trying to get technology sorted, a bunch of stuff I had to pack for moving in, because I, like, last minutes, so I've been doing a lot of stuff, so I apologize for the late uploads, um, to make up for that, this week there's going to be two episodes, because I missed, um, a previous week, so there's going to be this episode, which is probably going to be a shorter episode after I stop rambling, um, there's going to be this episode, and then there's going to be next episode, so stay tuned for that. Um, I don't know that I'll post this today. I'm recording it Wednesday. I might have to post this Thursday. Um, and then the next episode will be posted either... Thir- it'll be recorded hopefully Thursday and then posted like Friday. Uh, because the SI training ends Friday um, or a little bit earlier. So I might end up just posting both of these episodes back to back on Friday. So if two episodes come out the same day, don't be surprised. But for today's episode, we are going to be talking about a subject that I kind of teased in a previous um, podcast episode. At the end of the episode, I believe I kind of give a hint as to what this would be about. Um, We're going to be looking at kind of a hidden source of strength, um, something that um, very, actually very little people know about. Even I, who already had looked at this subject before and had kind of like taken in the information, even taken a little notes on it, completely forgot it existed. Like, went straight on my head, completely forgot about it. So it's very much, it's not just a buzzword when I say a hidden source of strength. It very much is a hidden source of strength that can affect, it could negatively affect the big lifts if you're not training it properly. And then for those of you who haven't been training it and are now going to start training it, hopefully after this episode, it can help improve your performance in many big lifts, including your deadlifts, your your bench presses, even like your rows, your pull-ups. All of those can benefit from this, and it is called straight arm scapular strength. That's the term for it. Don't get intimidated by it. It's not crazy complicated. The term just might sound complicated to some people. Um, For those of you, don't worry. I get it. Um, a lot of people tend to turn away when they hear like scapular or like big long terms like this. Honestly, seriously, not complicated. I'm going to explain it here in a, in a second. Basically, all it really is, it's your ability to kind of execute movements or do movements, which would include exercises and other just general functional everyday movements. Um, to execute these movements when your arm is kind of in a straight arm position, as the name suggests. Straight arm position is just when your arms are locked out straight um, and kind of in front of your body, whether that be more up toward upwards or more downwards, like you're doing if for a good a good example for visuals, more upwards towards not really like an overhead press, but getting to that position a little bit, and then more downwards towards like 
kind of getting into almost like a dec like a dip or like a decline bench press. That's kind of the range you're looking at roughly. That's not like an exact measurement by any means. But the point is when your arm is locked out straight and kind of out in front of your body, um, being able to execute movements by stabilizing your scapula um, while you move your body in relation to your straight arms. That's the whole explanation of straight arm scapular strength. So not... So not too like not as crazy complicated as the, as the name might suggest it's just being able to move with your arms straight out in front of you so as i said earlier straight arm scapular strength is very important for big lifts such as your deadlift your bench press um because with the bench press you are going to be having <clears throat> excuse me at the top of the movement your arms are going to be locked out in that straight arm position it is going to be a little bit less um like straight arm scapular strength is going to be a little bit less needed for bench press because as we've talked about before on this on this podcast um when your arm is up in that position at the lockout position during bench press there's not a ton of tension but you are still required to have straight arm scapular strength to be able to hold the bar like that because if you have very um weak i'm just gonna say sass because i don't want to say straight arm scapular strength 30 times during this episode so if you have really weak sass um and because i just find it a little bit funny if you have very weak sass, um, you could the bar could potentially kind of collapse at that lockout position, right? If you're not strong enough to be able to hold it up there, especially if you're doing heavy weight, it could collapse. So it could also um, sass could also help prevent injuries um, in that way. It is more so, in my opinion, important for the actual lift itself in the deadlift because, as you know, you need to have like a rigid upper torso, including like the lats and the scapula and all that needs to be rigid. And since you are in that um, straight arm position um sas is very very important for being able to continue to keep that rigid torso to keep yourself stable which will allow you to lift heavier or just in general lift um do the deadlift properly and like to maximize your ability to lift heavy on that exercise other exercises that use um sas as i said deadlift and bench press rows so like a bent over um bent over barbell row is going to use sas because at the bottom of the movement you are in that um, straight arm position pull-ups um other more kind of fancy calisthenic exercises um that you'll see um, calisthenics people do that requires straight arm scapular strength is going to be front lever raises um headbanger pull-ups those are both very like well known and infamous for being difficult and that require you to um have a lot of straight arm scapular strength um, those are two movements that I'm personally aiming to be able to do because I'm, I, I'm special. I was already aiming to do those because I'm trying to. Get, I want to get a little bit into calisthenics more, potentially. Um, but I do also want to, after looking at this information and looking at the benefits, I do want to get more into SAS. So those are kind of two of my long-term goals to make sure I stay motivated and keep going to reach those goals. Which that that would obviously require me to train. Um, SAS in the long term. So I'm going to be looking into that and trying to incorporate that into my workout routine. Um, for a good kind of progression, in order to, if your goal is also the front lever raise or the headbanger pull-up or whatever your goal is, a good exercise progression to get to that goal. Um, um, I can't really, honestly, I, this is one of those things, again, I'd like to describe it to you, but it's just better if you check out the source, the source video. Um, which will be linked in the podcast episode description, as all my sources are. Um, it'll say like Athlean X, um, straight arm scapular strength, and it'll have a timestamp where the 
<clears throat> excuse me, where the video demonstration starts of the exercise progression. Honestly, you can watch that whole video. Um, X is great information. Um, it has a little bit more information, might go a little bit more in depth than I am able to go here because he is a physical therapist. So make sure after this episode, you check him out because that is a very good video and it has very good demonstrations on how you can, um, it has like four or five exercises that you can slowly work up and progress. And he even gives examples of like, maybe you start out with 15 seconds per rep of an exercise, but then you work up to 60 seconds and then you move on to the next exercise. So definitely go check that out. Um, and some, I do want to give some exercises just in case you do, don't um, check out the video. Um, some exercises that I definitely think you should include, um, like kind of exercise spotlights. Um, there's an exercise called the straight arm pushdown. Um, that is also covered in his, in that same video. Um, and then there's a variation on the straight arm pushdown, which I believe is better. Um, for a few reasons, it's the one arm straight arm pushdown. So the straight arm pushdown is basically you have your arms locked out out in front of you on kind of a almost a bar like you would use for a lat pull down, but it's like a shorter version of it. You can use a straight bar. Um, you can also use um, I've seen people use tricep ropes. That's not really the most effective way of doing it. A straight bar or a bar kind of mimicking the bar you use for a lat pull down. That kind of attachment would be best. You basically just grab. Um, set, I would set it at kind of a lower weight, set the machine at a little, bit, a little bit of a lower weight until you get used to the movements. Then you want to set it at a high enough weight to its, where it's difficult, but you're still maintaining proper form. Um, so the actual exercise movement you're going to want to grab with your arms kind of straight out in front of you, as, as I said before, locked out. Um, and then just pull, kind of focus on pulling with your, with your lats because it is a lat exercise. That's the muscle that's working. Um, it's also working the scapula, of course, but um, for me, the best way for me to visually, like mentally think about it is pulling with your lats. So pull your elbows kind of down and in towards your body. You really want to take the focus off the tri, excuse me, off the triceps because it shouldn't, the focus shouldn't be on the triceps. I've done it before and I've found that my focus shifts to the tricep a lot, um, especially when I'm doing too heavy of a weight. So make sure you're kind of focusing on pulling down and back with your lats. Um, the reasons I like the one arm straight arm pushdown more so than the straight arm pushdown is first of all, and this is kind of just a practicality thing. It, it's a little bit more time efficient. It's not a big reason, but it's one that I find helpful, especially if I'm trying to um, fit kind of condense a workout down and make it less long in terms of just time, but still pack in a decent amount of volume. Um, you can do one side and then switch to the other side while you're so you're doing while you're doing one side um one arm your other arm or other side of your body is resting so it's a little bit more time efficient that way um one actual big reason that i think this is better is um <clears throat> excuse me with the one arm straight arm pushdown you're able to start in a position that puts the lats more on stretch i've talked about this before on the podcast putting it on stretch just allows for a little bit of a stronger contraction and potentially some more hypertrophic benefits um, second reason, or I guess third reason would be tr it trains uh, shoulder adduction more so because you're able to get, well, sorry, it doesn't train shoulder adduction more so, it trains shoulder adduction. And an additional benefit is because you're using one arm, you're able to get your arm a little bit farther back. So you're able to train a little bit more shoulder extension. If you don't know, shoulder adduction and shoulder extension are the two main functions of the lats, which is the, the reason why I'm talking about it is it trains the functions of the lats a little bit better than the regular straight arm pushdown does. 
And then also, of course, it's just unilateral lat training. Unilateral training is very important for a lot of muscle groups, including the lats, which is a big one because people tend to really get a lot of lat imbalances, whether that's hypertrophic, like aesthetic imbalances with just the muscle and how it looks and how like, big it is, or whether that's like strength imbalances. The lats are a common um, muscle group where people get imbalances and unilateral training is very good for helping to prevent and or correct muscular imbalances. Um, and they're, they're this, my second, excuse me, wow, I just forgot how to talk. My second video source will be an athlete video again about the one arm strain arm pushdown he'll go more into depth of it and give you a better like demonstration because obviously i can't visually demonstrate on a podcast so that will be linked down below as well and that's the end of the episode i told you this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode um partially just because the um material itself isn't doesn't lend itself to a longer episode and honestly, because I'm a little bit rushed with, for time, um, but hopefully you enjoyed anyway. Hopefully you found it informative and hopefully you do realize that straight arm scapular strength is something that you should be training and can incorporate into your um, training programs because it's not a really difficult thing to incorporate. It would just take the place of one lat exercise if you were to do the one arm straight arm pushdown. If you're already doing a unilateral lat training exercise like the one arm high pulley row, which I... Um, <clears throat> excuse me, which I recommend doing because it's just a good exercise, or any, really any lat exercise, you could substitute this in and you wouldn't be like adding extra, like it, you wouldn't be making your workout longer than it needs to be. Or if you're already doing kind of a shorter workout, you can just add it on that. So it's relatively easy to incorporate in the workout. So hopefully you incorporate it in some way, especially if you're like trying to max out on the big lift exercises. Um, but hopefully you enjoyed Stay tuned for my next episode, which will be, um, it will be the next installment of my, um, kind of push-pull-leg split workouts. So I'll be doing the second, um, iteration of the pull workouts. I'll do, I'll be doing day B, or pull day B of one week of the push-pull-leg split that I've been working on throughout multiple episodes. Stay tuned for that, and then stay tuned for next week's episode, which is, um, It'll be one of two things. I think the most likely um, topic that it will be over will be um, talking about joint lockout and whether or not that's dangerous and to what extent you can kind of not really get away with it, but to what extent can you do it without it becoming dangerous. And we'll be looking at different exercises like the leg press because um, I know I used to lock out my knees in the leg press until I realized it might not be beneficial. And so that's kind of the inspiration for the episode. I'm looking more into it and seeing, is it really that dangerous for leg press? And is it more so dangerous for the leg press than like other exercises like leg extension? So stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day and goodbye.